the last stuff of the Masechta, um, and uh, we are learning uh, that our learning should be as close for Rufu Shleima, for Yitzchak ben Rezel, for Adas Masranya, for Michal Aviva Bas Yudis, for Imi Bas and for Sara Bas Yechavet, all also need Rufu. And uh, we're starting from uh, the bottom of the page, our review on Daf Mem Zayin We talked about Yosi ben Yezer, and Yosi... It's interesting. Our gears in the mission is Yosef in Yehuda, but in the in the gears that we're familiar with from from Pirkei Avos is Yosef in Yochanan. All right, whatever. Anyway, but uh, it says Baklu Eshkolos. What is Eshkolos? Yeah, Mar, what to know? Huh? Yeah, more than one father. I don't know. It's not clear. It's not clear. Um, anyway, so Eshkolos uh, means that the Isha Kolbo Rashi over here explains. That uh, is that that the their Torah was complete. That there was no doubt in the Torah. There was no questions. There was no arguments. Even no disputes about anything uh, until after they died. That was when the uh, and it's interesting. There's other Rashi's that say that it was. It's not. It's not so much to blame the students of uh, Shamin Hill as it seems over here from our Mishnah, but uh, it was the the tsaras that were happening that made it a lot more difficult to uh, really. Focus. Okay, anyway, then we got into Yechon Kankadov, which he did a lot of takanas. Number one, he removed the uh, Vidoy Meiser that we would say. He said, no, you can't say Vidoy Meiser. The idea is, is that when Ezra came from Babel Teretz Yisrael, so he tried getting all the Jews to move back, and uh, some of them were too settled in Babel, and they weren't interested. Only 20% more, right? Very small percentage. And uh, the Levium, the Chal weren't interested. So the Levium were punished, and they didn't get Maiserishan um, anymore. Instead, it was given to the Kohanim, who did come. Um, anyway, yeah, Levium weren't interested in going back to serving, the, you know, washing the hands. I don't know this. I don't know exactly what it was. Do you know that the well, most Eizota Mizrach in the world, they're full of Kohanim. Mm-hmm. It's interesting. No, yeah. there's a lot. I know there's certain pockets that are very, many, many Kohanim. Like in Tunisia, there's a whole island, the German island. And yeah. Syria. Chal- and a lot of Kohanim, yes. They have no Levim. It's, it's, not much, it's not much to gain from it being a lady, but being a coin is a little more. Okay, anyway, anyway, whatever it is. At least you can go to medical school. Okay, you can still go to medical school. So there you go, you look on the bright side. So you get it to find the, find the bright part. Okay, anyway, so uh, therefore, since you can't do the Vida Maestro, because after all, you're not saying Nasati la Levi, so therefore, you wouldn't say it. And even though you could theoretically skip that part, but since that's the beginning, you don't want to skip it, and uh, basically, you can't say it anymore. Um, so the implication here is that they were separating ties, they just, and they were doing everything right, it's just that they couldn't uh, say, Benasati Lalevi, so, uh, but we know that, uh, that the same Yochran Kangadol, he did a poll all over Israel, and he saw that uh, Truma, Truma, Gedola, everyone was very careful in, but Meiser Risha, Meiser Sheni, it was, it was fifty. It was. It was. It wasn't that strong. A lot of people were just neglecting to give them those maestros, and um, 
he explained to them that you know you got a major. This is if you're so makbar on truma gedola because you know that it's a iser. Um, it's misu b'deshamayim. If you eat uh, truma gedola, well, the same is true with truma's meiser and tevel. If you didn't take all the tides off, it's tevel. It's a big issue, and it's the same misu b'deshamayim. So um, he made a takana, and that was that if you're buying any Paris from Ma'amaretz, then you have to separate Meiser Rishon and Meiser Sheni. You call out the Meiser uh, Sheni, you basically save it to it, take up to Yerushalayim, and the Meiser Rishon, you separate the Trumas Meiser, and, the, and, the, and then you eat those, um, uh, you, you eat the Meiser Rishon, Meiser Ani, you don't have to give. And the, even though you're separating it, you're not giving it. And the reason why is because for that, it's Meiser Mechabar Levarai, and there's no Israchil in it. Anyway, so the Gemara explains that it was two separate takanas. One takana is for the people who are good about separating, they still couldn't say the Vida Meiser. For the people who were not good about separating, there was a Xera of Demai uh, that was instituted at that time. He also got rid of the Meirim, those are the people who said this Pasuk at the Duchen, Ura Lamasishan Hashem. Which he said it's not appropriate, appropriate to say about God that he's sleeping. God doesn't sleep. But what it means is, is that when we're suffering and the, and the goyim have a good, we say it seems that you're sleeping. That's what we're. That's what. That's what the idea is. Just to understand the pasuk. Anyway, he also got rid of the Apparently, apparently there were some exceptions. See, maybe. Then it says the Noikfim. I think eventually they came. They didn't want to come in the beginning. It was when, when things started, when they got wealthier, then they was like, okay, it's not so bad. Uh, in the beginning, it was a very, very, right. it was very challenging to come. Okay. Because uh, we know later on, there was a, a trip when, when a bunch of rabbis were coming back from Rome. Rabbi Gamliel said, uh, Rabbi Shua, okay, <coughs> I have some barrels of wine in my house. Right. Mm-hmm. Say, um, so uh, he said, I don't know, it was, it was Azariah says, you're calling, I'm giving you... Tr- and Yeshua, Yeshua, you're getting the Meister. So at right. some point, they must have gone back and given Meister. Right, well, the Levim came back, mm-hmm. I guess it was just the, right, it could be, it was just a temporary... Yochanan called Gados was kind of late, Okay, um, so the Nokfim, who are the Nokfim? Those are the people who would, they, what they did before bringing the carbon, they would scratch between the horns and make uh, blood drip onto the eyes of the cow so that it would be easier to fell the animal so they could slaughter it because it gets disoriented. And they said that you can't do that because that looks like a, you're putting a mum. Um, other pshat, there's a brisa that says that they used to beat on the animals, like to try and stun the animal <laughs> on the head. That's a whole and it's like that's like a and like that's what they used to do by Avodah He says you're mamish feeding the mizbeach nevelos, not really nevelos because they do shchita, but trefos because maybe you beat it hard enough and uh, you make a knock the you could you could the membrane around the brain. If you make all in that, it's it's over. That's a that's a trefa. Um, he also did away with uh, with the noise of the of the smith on Cholmoid. No run, no smith running because it's too loud and it's like a, even though it's a davar avod, they needed it. But uh, you, know, the, you know, there's a limit to davar avod is really what he did. And also, um, nobody had to ask about the demai because he made sure they we instituted that um, everybody would separate the, their tithing. 
Um, so the major positive institutions that he established. Um, the next thing is that uh, that uh, when there was no longer Sanhedrin, the Shir in Beis Mishtos, Tzog in general in the houses of in parties um, was forbidden, and that's a pasuk Shir Yishto Yain. So you can't just go. Um, and this is actually like kind of like a. There's no reason why this is not active today, but but. Uh, to go to a place and just drinking and having alcohol beverages and having musical instruments just for fun. It's one thing if it's for Simcha of Chasamakala, there's Mikilim, but if it's just for fun, then to do that, it's, it's not so simple that that's actually even allowed. And that's why, because they, they decree that against. Yes, exactly. That's but the it's point. a Simcha anyway, no? What? If it's no. Yeah, simcha, no is simcha is an exception, but I'm saying when it's just for, uh, just for fun. You're going out to, to a bar and you're going to get you know, live music and something like that and listen to music while drinking. That's actually this gzera. That's not appropriate. Okay? You never do that. Now, um, <laughs> I'll, ask, I'll, I'll, ask the, I'll ask the secretary. <laughs> you should sit him in younger years. Only with the secretary. Okay. That's what you say. <laughs> All right. I have multiple businesses. And they won't okay. <laughs> All right. Um, so when the Nevi'im Rishenim died, the Urim Tumim was no longer active, the Chorbim Nabayis, so the Shomer was gone, and Nofes Tufim was gone, and the Anshe Amana were gone from Israel. And that's what the Pasuk says, Hashi Hashem ki Gamar Chasid, God, you have to save us, because there's no more Chasidim, no more righteous people. Shem Gamliel said, he testified, um, that Rabbi Shua testified from the day that the base of Mishra was destroyed, that every day is accursed. There's no, the, the, the dew doesn't give blessing anymore. The taste and the deliciousness of fruit was gone. And the, also, the, Rabbi Yossi says, even the fat of the pears, Rabbi Shimonozer explained, Tahara, purity, is what uh, enables us to appreciate the smell and taste. And, uh, and, the, and the fat is, comes from the proper tithing. And the Chum say, you want to know what really made it really brought it down is the promiscuity and the and the occult practices, the magic that they performed. That's what destroyed everything. Okay, brings us to the Gemara. So, the um, how do you know that it's tied to the Sanhedrin this year? So that's the question. So we quoted a pasuk. It says, mishar shavsu So it's attached to each other, um, and. Uh, he talked very strongly. Raf says that the ear that hears music is not right, not appropriate. We don't, we're not supposed to listen to music. This is like in general since the destruction, since there's no Sanhedrin. It's like uh, you can't be fully enjoy, uh, in, in, in a state of joy. Uh, Rava says uh, if there's, if there's uh, a song in the house, so there's this destruction at the end. And uh, we got into this thing. Of even if the house is built very firmly, um, it will it will lose its foundation, and uh, it's like the Shia Yukashar, which we said in like an abandoned home. Um, it, the house falls into disrepair. I don't. I'm not paskening anything. It, there's something about this. There's some say that it depends what qualifies as music. It depends like if it's only live music. It's a discussion what it has to do with. I mean, you but have the Rebo, you have Tisha B'Av, you have different locations that. Okay, Sfira, yeah. Sfira, hello. It's, okay, uh, Okay, you're, you're right, but what, besides for that, it's not us. That's what you're saying. Yiddish music. Here it Yiddish. sounds like. Here it sounds like. Yiddish music. Yeah. Here, this is what it's. This, a cappella, a cappella. Like, this is what. Okay. Anyway, 
I don't know. That's a good question. <laughs> this is very. This is the idea. Uh, Mar Barvashi said that uh, this uh, Shia Yukashar is very, very powerful. What that means is it's like it's some type of, I don't know, mazik, that when the house is abandoned, it really falls into disrepair. Um, um, and uh, However, there are exceptions. If sometimes people need music or song for the purpose of helping the work. So like when they were pulling the boats, with the rope, there was these ropes that they used to pull the boats by. They needed the song to help them, to oh no, yeah. turn around, big round, big bail, that song. I don't know if you know that was to help them in the work. That was the what it was. So, like that song came from that yeah. to help them do the work. That's a different story. That's not what's uh, not allowed. And also the cattle to make the cattle go on the path, so they followed the sound of the music, and that's how they, that's how it worked. So that's okay, but the gardoi, the weavers, they had no business doing it. They didn't need it. So when it's assisting in their work, that's a different story, also. Okay. Anyway, Rafuna was now listen. It, even in the time of the Gemara, Rafuna was makbir on it, and it brought a lot of bracha. That's why it said that things were very reasonably priced. Um, and uh, makbir on what? Makbir on having, not, on not making, having, people not having not music. Having. He banned music. He banning, he banned music, and it brought a lot of blessing. Who was the Roedro who used to play the flute? Pan? It's a Greek thing. Greek, uh, Greek uh, No, no, no. Uh, uh, Somebody in the Tanakh who used to take. Tanakh was during the time it was before. before this is after the destruction before. of the base of Or in Amidrach that he used to take care of the Eder. Yeah, but that was somebody. So, yeah. yeah. That's, the for, that's for the work. Yeah, but that's yeah, that's, but that's, that's, that's also this is talking about after the destruction of the temple. We are mourning all the time after the destruction of the temple. That's what that has to do, and not the temple, Sanhedrin. When there was battle of Sanhedrin, that was where this. That's where this is. Now, that being said, it's very clear that um, uh, that uh, basically not everybody was so strict on this. Rav Gizda was lax about make banning music. And, um, and, and there was less blessing. So it's not saying that, you know, everyone was careful on this. Even in the time of Krista, it was like, you, you know, like you, you got to know what you can accomplish or what's going to work or what's not going to work. So even you know, nowadays, you know, I don't know how many rabbis are actually saying out there and getting going public about, you know, banning all types of music. Anyway, um, what's really, uh, what's promiscuity is when it's men and women singing together. That's really bad, and he's talked about if men are leading the song and the women respond, that's pretzos. If the women are leading and the men are answering, that's even worse. That's ke'esh benoros, that's like fanning the flames of desire, and it's much worse. And therefore, if you're limited, if you know what you got, the bottom line is you can't prohibit everything, so you have to know where to prohibit it, which one's worse, so you have to know what's better. Okay. Now, um, and uh, next we saw that somebody who drinks um, uh, intoxicating beverages, and there's four musical instruments that brings four punishments on the world, who quoted the puzzle to that effect. Very interesting. Okay. Um, anyway, uh, that causes the Torah, uh, included in closing the Torah to be forgotten, and um, it causes uh, down, the Jews to be downtrodden. It's very, it's, it's, it's pretty, pretty strong words here. Okay.
and um, and that's the that's the story of that. Next thing we talked about is the Nevi'im Rishonim when they died, so we lost the Urim Mitumim. Who are the Nevi'im Rishonim? So first word, first opinion, Rav says it's David Shmuel and Shleima, and that's where it was still active. Rav Nachman says no, it was uh, even in the times of David we find that it was not always that they were able to ask the Urim Mitumim. We find that. Uh, you know, Tzadok uh, was able to get proper answers, but if Yasser tried it, he was not able to get the proper answers. Um, so that's, that's one thing. <laughs> Rabbi Bar Shmuel asked the Kashi, says, it, but the Pasuk says in Zechariah already that Hamavian Birosa Lukim, doesn't that mean that Urum Batom says, no, that was in the prophecy, different thing I'm believing. So um, we brought a Raya. The Raya says that once the Basin was destroyed, first Basin Mikdash, then there was no longer Ari Mikdash. And no longer the Urmatumim. And there was no Melch, Malchus based David was lost. So obviously, uh, so I, the Gemara said, there's a Pasuk in Ezra that says that Atarshta said to them that uh, we were not, you guys are not sure if you're Kaanim, you can't eat Kadashim until a Kayan comes to Urmatumim. Doesn't that imply that they'll, once they have the Urmatumim, then they'll be able to find out the facts? Bottom line is, you see that you could do that. So the Gemara says that's like saying, you know, so you see that they had the Urmatum? Not true. What it means is like, till Mashiach comes, it means, you know, yeah, whatever. When this Chis Hamesim, when Mashiach comes, meaning that we're stuck till, you know, for, for the duration. Anyway, so Rabbi Nachman Yitzchak says that Nevi Mishonim is excluding Chagas Malchi, who are active in the beginning of the second days of Middash. That, they're Achroinim, uh, because it was lost with the Chorban Bayis Rishon. Okay. Um, we saw that when Chag Nishar Malachi died, so then we lost Rachel Kodesh, but there were some examples of a Baskal. One of them was uh, where there was a heavenly voice that came down and, and said that there's one man of you that's Roy Shatish Roshchina, but the door, the door is not Roy for that, and that was, and they all thought it was Hillel. Um, and they gave a tremendous hesped for him, what a chassid, what an anav, the student of Ezra. Then it was another time, a few generations later, uh, in Yavne, that there also was a baskel that says somebody of you is worthy of, of, of Shechina, but the, the generation is not zakai, <coughs> not innocent, not uh, pure enough for it, and they thought it was Shmuel HaKatan, and they also gave him the same speech. Um, and he, in fact, had a level of like a Ruach HaKodesh. He was able to make predictions, and he said that uh, um, the, these, the Shimon and Yishmael are both going to be killed by a sword. Um, the other Haruge Malchus, Malchus, he, he also predicted, and um, it could be tough times ahead, and he was, you know, on the money. And reviewed him and Bava, they wanted to say the same speech of Eichaz and Eonov, but since he was one of that Haruge Malchus, they weren't allowed to give a hespid. You can't eulogize somebody who was killed by the government because then the, you're like, you're like, that's insurrection to like, you know, it's sort of like you're protesting what they did. So they had to not do that. Once the Beis HaMikdash was destroyed, we lost the Shamir. So the Shamir was what Shlomo built the Beis HaMikdash with um, because the stones couldn't be cut with with knives, with metal. So it was very limited mm-hmm. with what they could do. And that was the Shamir was able to crack the stones. Um, so uh, it's interesting. Not everybody agrees with that. Um, it sounds like that it was Megoros b'Magera that Ram Nechemi said. So it was just not done there. It was done far away, and it was brought there after it was already 
cut into its shape. And we explained that maybe um, there's two different, the uh, Avni Migdosh had to be, could, you know, had to be Avin Shlema, but the Avni, Be, uh, the house of Shlomo was cut regularly. They didn't just use the Shamar for everything. Anyway, Rav Nechemia, uh what was the Shamar for in his? It was for the stones on the uh, aphod and for the breastplate, because for that, it's very tricky to, they couldn't really cut the stone. It had to be, uh, make a crack in it that it wouldn't be, and that was what that's what it did. It created a crack, anyway. Um, and uh, basically, um, that's what that's what they used. They cut, cut, they they inked it, and over the ink they held the shamir, and it was able to. I don't know how they did it, and it was able to crack it on that spot. Um, it's a si- It's very small. Uh, it's the size of a of a barley, and it was around from beginning of t- uh, from creation, and nothing hard can hold it, and that's why it had to be surrounded by. The only way they could keep this shamir is with this soft things of uh, and uh, it was placed in lead, filled with uh, with uh, chaff of barley. Okay, they only had one. That's what it sounds like. Yeah, that's it, was only, it sounds like only, only one Shamir. Yeah, it was the beginning of creation. Anyway. I don't know. I don't know much about like it. But anyway, um, so Rabbi Ami uh, said that when the base of Migdash was, uh, the base Migdash Rishon was destroyed, so then there was silks, certain silks were gone, a certain the white glass, a special kind of glass was lost. Um, and also the iron chariots were lost, whatever that is, and also the wine, this this uh, wine that would be uh, solidified, kind of like a cake of figs, was also lost. We also mentioned in the in the Mishnah the Nofes Sufim. So one shot is it's like a very fine flour that um, that uh, that that was so uh, whatever it was so good that it would rise a lot and it was uh and it automatically tasted sweet uh delicious okay it was a very well very good flavor and um if, if the lady says that you could put it on the two sides of the oven and they would you know grow so much to bump into each other on opposite sides um rabbi shuban levy said is, is it's uh, something else it's honey that comes from the mountains and uh, that's what sifia means that you could be selfie you could see far away um, and it's from the grass that grows on mountaintops only. And that's a very thick, there's a dvash zifim, which is uh, so thick that that uh, it carries the tumma up to the container above, because um, it actually, when you pull it back, it can go back up into the, it climbs, it climbs back up when you cut the, when you, if you pour something thick, it can actually jerk backwards and, go back upwards. So that's how the tumma can climb up. Anyway, the idea, so what is zifim? So we have two pshatim. One is that it's, um, it's easily, you can forge it because it's so thick you could add in other material and nobody will know. The other pshat is, is that it's uh, a place. Um, and the same thing when it says, Bevaya zifim, David is hiding with us. Either zifim means they're mezaifim divrayim, because they're snitches, or it means that they come from that place. Anyway, that's where we got up to yesterday, and that's the review of yesterday's gospel.